Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner. I am your host, Holly, and thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of this hamster podcast. I feature collaborations, boredom breakers, all things hamster related, honestly. So this week's episode, I have a double collaboration, and I'm excited because this is the first time I've done this on the podcast, so I hope you guys enjoy I do want to give you a heads up that the audio, I tried my best to edit out some of the echoing and extra sound that kind of goes in and out. So I do apologize. The sound quality is not the greatest on this interview, but I tried my best. So (laughs) I hope you guys enjoy what Vix and Kate have to say. So listen and hopefully you get something out of it. But I'm just going to get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Happy Hamster Corner. I am your host, Holly, and I'm doing something a little different this time. I have two guests for you guys today, and I'm really excited to have them on. I have Vix from Hoarders Hideouts and Kate from Celestial Hammies. Do you guys want to say hi to the hamster community? Hi. Hi. (laughs) 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 No, you're all good. You're all good. Yeah, so I'm excited to have you guys on, and you guys have shops for your hamsters. Do you kind of want to introduce yourself and tell a little bit of history of your hamster care? Things like that. Either one of you can go first. Yeah, sure. Vix can go first. Hi, I'm Vix from Hoarder's Hideout. I the shop actually opened. I'm so sorry. I'm lost for words. I don't usually speak in English all the time. Oh, you're I, okay. <laughs> Would you want I, me to go first, Vix? Okay, okay. So I run Chiki, Chiki Manila, and it's a Philippine-based shop. And I try to bring in more products for us to use so we have more options to use for hamsters because there Mm -hmm. isn't a lot of products that you could get here and that's like really hard. So I decided to sell some and not just for me to import for myself only, but to also share it to other people. And that's how the shop started. It's, it's a relatively new shop, so, yeah. Oh, okay, that's awesome. So, what kind of stuff do you have on your shop? Well, I sell sprays and species-appropriate seed mixes. Seed mixes. <laughs> and practically, that's it. I try to bring in more stuff in the future, maybe. But uh-huh. right now, our shop is still relatively new like I said that's currently what we have for now yeah oh okay that's awesome so is it just you running the shop by yourself Kate 
Um, yeah, it's just me and my mom, actually. She helps me pack my orders, so it's not too overwhelming for me. Oh, okay, that's awesome. So in the future, Kate, you'll probably incorporate more things in your shop? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, Vix, do you want to go ahead and talk a little bit about your Porter's hideouts? Uh, yeah, sure. So, I opened last December 2020, and I make handmade hideouts from safe foods we have here in the Philippines. I opened my shop because I stopped taking care of hamsters. I had my hamsters adopted out to Kate, Cheese, mm-hmm. and Gogo. And I opened them to just for a pastime since I'm not caring for hamsters. Why not provide hides for the others who took interest in my gills? Oh. And I make them by myself. Oh, that's so cool. And I don't really have much help. And I do all the work. So from packing to making to designing everything, mm-hmm. I do it on my own. I get some ideas from people like Kate and our other friends. Oh, okay. Especially when I see other hamster accounts who do DIYs. That's where my other ideas start. Okay. So did you start making hides for your own hamsters and then it just kind of developed into a shop? Is that how that got started? Yeah. It's because I didn't really find safe hides that I wanted from shops that we have here in the Philippines because it's either pine or just softwood and I didn't want to use unsafe of course I didn't want to use unsafe items for my baby so why not make some on my own yeah no that's definitely a good idea and you know, it turned into something completely awesome for you so that's really cool so do you guys both just ship in the Philippines, or are you international shipping? How does that work? Well, right now, at least for me, I'm trying to expand my shop and trying to ship to other countries too, but it's not very often. It's really just for some requests that I get to mm-hmm. ship to other countries. Yeah. But it's okay. not like a common thing. It's very rare. Okay. Yeah. Just So just if somebody reaches out from a different country and wants an item from your shop, you just kind of say, hey, yeah, I'll ship it to you for this cost or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly Oh, okay. And uh, what about you, Vix? Oh, I only ship inside of the Philippines. I've had some people reach, reach out to buy from either from the US or the from Europe, but I don't know how, so I only ship it inside the Philippines. Okay, that's cool. That's kind of interesting. You guys are the first real shops that I've had on, which is pretty awesome. So do you guys want to talk a little bit about the research involved in opening up your hamster shops and kind of developing the items for the hideouts and knowing what's safe and what's not safe? Yeah, especially like we are part of the hamster community in Instagram. There's always new studies and research is done and of course opinions about unsafe and safe products it's quite stressful to bring in or like come up with new products because you don't know how people would feel about it like 
Something that a lot of people do not realize is that just because a product is being sold in stores or some people uses mm-hmm. that product doesn't necessarily mean it's safe. Yeah, no. You would see hamster balls being sold in stores all the time and people still buy them and I think that's because of lack of research. And as an owner, it's your responsibility to do that research because the people working in the pet stores wouldn't tell you because they're they yeah. work there. They don't really know unless you tell them. They are saying what has been told to them. Yeah, no, what you're saying is definitely makes sense. And I've experienced even that same thing over here in the US where there is a lot of improper items sold, especially in big pet stores. Like over here in the US, we have PetSmart, Petco, things like that. And there's tons of insafe items in there constantly, Mm -hmm. like hamster balls, wheels that are way too small, soft wood hides, tons of stuff that's is unsafe for your hamster yeah and like you would think it's safe because why would they sell them if it's not right but it's yeah really marketed to us humans but not for the well-being of the hamsters usually yeah it's, exactly yeah people disregard doing research before getting pets it's like an impulse thing for them to do most of the time because that's how i was with my first hamsters I got them mm-hmm. and I didn't even have a place to put them in. I saw them in the mall, thought they were cute, and I brought them home. And I feel like a lot of people do that. Yeah. Too, and that's why research is really important. Yeah, no. And unfortunately, as sad as it is, that's kind of the reality of the situation. And that's why, you know, it is important to spread that awareness of doing proper research and looking into multiple resources and constantly taking that step to improve and especially do the research before you get the hamster. That's that's one of the biggest things too is people like to just kind of impulse buy a hamster and they don't really know what they're getting into until after they've had the pet for a while and they're like, oh no, we made a mistake. Exactly. So... Unfortunately, the only one that suffers in that scenario is the animal. Yeah. Uh, Vix, do you have anything to add for the research for doing hides and stuff? Well, I just looked up what was mm-hmm. commonly used, like balsa, balsa and stuff. It's not what's what's hard to do is when you you want to use a certain wood and you don't really have the necessary studies and articles to see or read to know if they are safe so every time i'm just uh i don't know if this is safe should i use it well others are using it but i wouldn't take that but what do you call that that the risk Mm -hmm. the risk of using something i i'm not completely sure of its safety and sometimes not not just because a lot of people are using it doesn't mean it's already safe. It's always research, research, research every day. Yeah. And I remember having a conversation with someone who was using a wood that was really used by everyone in the Philippines. And it was it was really, really common. And 
when I found out it was actually unsafe and I told them that it wasn't, they were baffled about it and they didn't really want to listen. Even, even though I said that it, even though I sent evidence. You sent them information? Yeah, I sent them information about it, evidence that isn't safe, but they didn't want to listen. And they, it, and they stick by the fact that, well, we've been using it for a long time. And it didn't do any damage, so why should we stop using it? That's hard, especially when you're just... By that time, I was just a newbie. And of course, they wouldn't listen to someone who was just new to the community as opposed to someone who was yeah far more popular and experienced. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. People, unfortunately, take people more seriously if they've been within the community for a while and a while back on the podcast a couple episodes ago I had somebody who was extremely new to the hamster community uh, Timmy the Robo I don't know if you guys remember the episode but they were very very new to the community and knew so much and was such a young individual and it was so mind-blowing because they just knew so much and did so much research so it doesn't matter your age or where you're at as long as you do that research that's what matters so you can be from somebody who's had hamsters as a pet for 10 years or somebody who has their first hamster it doesn't matter unless you do that research and like so even as a hamster owner myself, I would do thorough research mm-hmm. with the product, like not just for my shop, for the products I bring into my shop, but also for the, my own hamsters. Because people use the excuse, like Vic said, people would say that they've been using this certain product for so long and no harm has been done. Honestly, that's not an excuse to continue their practices, especially now that they know that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. because there are always studies and researches done and care improves as we go so the practices you do years before since like Vic said these people are part of the community for so long so people would listen to them but it's not it doesn't mean it's right yeah just because somebody says it's safer it's okay and it's been you know, been used for so long, it does not mean that it's safe. You could say the same thing about hamster balls. People have been using those for, gosh, I don't even know how long, but there's so much research saying that those are unsafe and people still use them today. And they could make that same exact argument of, oh, well, we've been using a hamster ball for, you know, X amount of years and no harm has been done to our hamster or hamsters that we had, but that doesn't make it okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So an example of an item that we have here in the Philippines that has that has been used for a long time mm-hmm. is a bedding that we call palochina here in the Philippines. Uh-huh. No one has ever questioned its safety because it has been used by a lot of uh, breeders sadly unethical readers here in the philippines and some known ones and it was just recently like i guess 2019 when me and our group of friends me and kate from our community questioned it because we saw that it was made of pine 
Yeah. It was actually made of pine. It was, uh, description was recycled pine. And that's what's more concerning because if it's recycled pine, sometimes it means it was already chopped up and glued back together. And a lot of shops here in the Philippines have been selling it just in sacks and it, it's really cheap and it's like 10 times cheaper than all our other beddings here in the philippines so it's wow. really really accessible yeah and pine is not safe at all for hamsters yeah even though a lot of people in our community at that time already knew that they were close to the thought that it was unsafe because it has been used for more than 10 years and they said it didn't have any effect on all of their hams. So because of that, our group actually got a lot of faith for it because we were questioning something that was established in the community. Why would we go against all the other experienced ones? Yeah, no, but that's part of doing proper research is questioning everything. Yeah, questioning everything and looking into it further and further and further and figuring out what the bottom line. Is this safe or is it not safe? Because if it's not, then it shouldn't be used, regardless if it's been used for 20 years or two months. If it's not safe, it's not safe and you shouldn't be using it. But that's awesome. I'm proud of you guys for questioning that and looking into it and Vix for standing up to somebody and saying, hey, that's not safe. And even though they did make the argument, it's been used for so long. I mean, that takes a lot to let somebody know that for sure, especially if they're established within the community. So kudos to you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, do you guys have a fun story or anything you want to share about your current hamsters or maybe a past hamster that you had? Maybe I could say something about how you got your hamsters who had who experienced proper care cheese and coco so i adopted my hamsters last november from vix oh okay yeah it was two of them it's cheese and coco i remember when i first saw them they were brought down from the car and cheese immediately went out of his hide hide out to say hi and it was so adorable he's so interactive oh yeah he's really really smart i don't know he would climb up my hands if he would like to have floor time it was really a happy moment when he first climbed up my hand to let Mm -hmm. me know that he would like to be let out from his cage at that time he was in a bin cage yeah so he would constantly be let out because I think his enclosure was too small for a Syrian. It's probably... How big is that, Vix? How big is that bin? A 510 square yeah. inches. So it's not that very big for a Syrian hamster, but now he's in a way bigger enclosure now. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. As long as, you know, you upgrade and things like that, even if it takes some time, that's, you know, that's how it goes. Do what you can for the time being. Vix, do you have a fun story or tip or anything you want to share about a current hamster or a past hamster? It's not really a fun story, just a bit of a backstory about how Cheese and Coco moved to Kate. Okay. My mom suddenly wanted to had them adopted out. And at that time, Kate was looking for hamsters up for adoption. And she was the first one that I contacted. Because I knew that she had a 
capability to provide them an enclosure that I wanted them to have. I was already planning to have them upgraded, but sadly, yeah, I had to get them adopted out. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I also already ordered them food, species-appropriate food, like roadie pet. I was so, so excited. But I think this is something some people need to hear, yung, that there are times that you know that you have to let go of an animal even though it hurts if it means that they have a better chance at living thriving with someone else do it yeah it's sometimes a lot of people hold on to animals with they have improper care but they want to hold on to the animal because they have importance in their lives but once you acknowledge that it's not about you. It's not about your happiness. It's about your animal's comfort, your animal's mm-hmm. welfare. You'd be at peace knowing that at least they'd have a better opportunity in life with another person with having real proper care rather than having been stuck with you at it's an okay care, but it's not, it's not the best. But if you know that you did all you can to give your best and it's not really enough you have to let go and let someone else take in charge yeah no i definitely respect that and i don't think that's talked about enough too within the hamster community of you know you're feeling like you're struggling with your hamster and whether that be taking care of them spending time with them or just providing them with what they need it's more about what is best for your hamster than what you want which is so so important so thank you Vix, for sharing that because that's definitely not talked about enough within the community (laughs) i appreciate it words of (laughs) wisdom for for everyone today so do you have anything else that you guys want to share or anything any last words any questions or anything moral of what we're trying to say is that we never stop learning, like not just for hamster care, but in general. Mm-hmm. And care improves as we go, so do not feel bad if you've done something wrong, because you could always change that. You could always improve. There's always room for improvement. And yes. At, at the end of the day, it's all worth it. All the research you do and the money you spend. When you see your hamster happy, it's really worth it. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. It makes the world of difference, even if it's something incredibly small. And just taking one step forward, you definitely see that improvement in quality of life and happiness within your hamster. And it's a beautiful thing to watch and unfold. Anything else you want to add, Fix? I think Kate said anything. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for having us here. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk with me and share a little bit of words of wisdom as well as information about your shops. So everyone go check them out. (laughs) 
Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed that collaboration. That was super fun talking with Kate and Vix. Thank you guys again so much for your time and for talking with me. I do apologize about the audio not being the greatest on this interview, but it was super fun. You guys are awesome. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast and talking about your shops and experiences. Okay, this week I have a write-in from Kenzie's Animals. They said, you can also get wood branches from outside as long as you sanitize them properly. Thank you so much for this write-in, Kenzie's Animals. This is a great tip for anybody that is not trying to break the bank, but also make sure that they are safe for your hamster before you decide to sanitize and put them in your hamster's enclosure. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Okay, so now we're going to get into Holly's hamster tip of the week. This week is... Try making a boredom breaker with a whimsy chew. I recently decided to make a different type of boredom breaker and Linka definitely enjoyed this one. I shared it on my Instagram and it seems like most people, I did a poll on there as well and they had not heard or done this type of boredom breaker. So if you have not done it, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you do it as long as your hamster does not try to pouch whimsy chews. You can get whimsy chews. They are a dog chew that is safe for hamsters to have. It also helps with their teeth. So for this boredom breaker, you just need the flour and water mixture Um, You can use buckwheat flour or just regular flour. Mix them together with some water till you get like a glue paste consistency. Then you're going to want to put that on one end of the Whimsy Chew and then take some herb or seed mix or something that your hamster enjoys eating that is safe for them. Typically, I use herbs or seeds for Linka and roll the Whimsy Chew in that mixture and let it harden before you give it to your hamster. I will be tagging this post also on my Instagram again so you guys know which one I'm talking about about this, but I do have a post on how to make this boredom breaker. So yeah, go ahead and try that boredom breaker for your hamster with the Whimsy True. This flower water mixture seed mix on a willow stick has been really known in this community, but I have not heard of anybody doing it on a whimsy chew. If you have done this before, awesome. That is so great for you. I cannot believe I haven't heard of this sooner, but I thought of it the other day and decided I'm going to try this and it was a huge hit with Linka. So definitely sharing that out there with you guys and I hope you guys try this if you have the chance and have some whimsy chews. Okay, (laughs) this was awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed my double collaboration this week. This was super fun and I'm excited. I 
cannot believe we're going this far with this podcast. You guys are freaking awesome out there in the hamster community. I love you guys. And <laughs> so if you ever want to be featured on this podcast, send me a write in a message on Petra the hamster on Instagram. I would love to collaborate with you and have you on the podcast or have you send in a write in. If you want it to be featured, let me know. Also, I have the Happy Hamster Corner merch available for sale. So send me a message on Instagram if you are interested in that. Also, I release new episodes every Friday. So I hope you guys are looking forward to having new episodes every single week. You guys are so freaking awesome and enjoy your weekend enjoy your hamsters and go out and make that whimsy boredom breaker and of course as always (laughs) have a happy one guys All right. It started recording. Okay, perfect. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yep.